Mondays on Radio 191 FM. Tēnā koutou i mai koe ki irirangi ko tahi. Ko Zach Toko Ingoa, and these are your Radio 1 news updates for Ratu, the 20th of April. Landlords across Aotearoa are proposing rent increases in response to the government's latest housing plan, which removes tax deductions from home loan interest for property investors. Catherine Sick, the president of the Otago Property Investors Association, says rent increases are likely, a sentiment echoed by ACT Party leader David Seymour. Well, the government has just put a new tax on the property sector. Uh, It's either going to be paid by landlords or by renters. If there's a shortage of rental accommodation and landlords are in a stronger position, they will put most of that tax bill onto renters. Radio 1 spoke to OUSA residential rep Jack Saunders to see what may happen to student renters in Ōtepoti if rents are raised. I know that there was an independent review or survey from an economist who reached out to around three and a half thousand landlords and approximately three quarters of those said that they are planning on raising their rents more than they would have previously. We are anticipating that, yes, rents will be raised. Saunders says it's difficult to determine rent increases in Ōtepoti due to the unique fixed-term contracts native to the student precinct. In Dunedin, we're not going to see too much change because of those the nature of the fixed term contracts, which are normally like 12 months. Because typically in Dunedin, what we've seen from the past couple of years is that pretty much every year consistently, um, unless you know the landlord or you stay on, the rents have been increasing. As the residential rep for OUSA, Saunders is setting up a committee to generate ideas to address the rent increases, as well as meeting with property management agencies to discuss the issue. So what I'd be looking at doing is sort of hitting the all the larger kind of property management companies, places like Cutler's and Edinburgh and um, yeah, talking to Catherine from the Property Investors Association to see kind of what the gauge is in terms of specifically Otago base. Saunders also plans on consulting NZUSA and all the other student associations to lobby against the raising rent prices. It's going to affect students everywhere. Like every single student's association is going to be faced with the same question. Because of that, I think there's definitely power for USA to get in touch with NZUSA alongside all of the other student associations and actually come together. University halls of residence lost nearly $700,000 in 2020 as a result of the COVID-19 lockdowns. Critic Te Arohi reports. Last year, Halls of residence made $34,549,177 in revenue, but the operating costs of $35,239,610 saw the university lose $690,000. One reason for this loss is the accommodation rebates given back to students who stayed at home during lockdown. In 2021, the university accepted 5,400 halls of residence applications, despite the 14 halls only having a capacity of 3,433 rooms. The university opted to make extra first-year accommodation by converting Abbey College into Caroline Freeman East, as well as making the executive residence a part of Unicol, with first years also being placed in uni flats and homestay accommodation. Read this week's critic to find out more. Local musician and owner of Umbrellos, Ed Lobo, says that Dunedin City Council's noise control laws are killing local venues, making it harder for Ōtepotis musicians to not only perform, but to emerge and gain an audience as well. Radio 1 spoke to Lobo to discuss the issue of noise control and what some solutions to the problem might be. 
noise controls always lean towards the complainant so there is no real way to find out whether we're doing right or wrong we're just doing wrong by default musicians can have their equipment impounded for violating noise control laws and for venue owners it can lead to their business being shut down creating an atmosphere where venues don't want to risk penalties for hosting gigs venues are already disappearing lone star they uh, they stopped people from playing music altogether because of noise complaints. There have been venues that were near closing down, like the Donito Musicians Club, when there were noise complaints from the hotel opposite. Lobo says one solution to the issue is a venue licensing scheme, where venues are allowed to play live music and not risk noise control penalties. Ex established music venues should have a license that would basically allow them an exception so that people around those those venues when they move in they're aware of that venue and they respect what that venue does rather than moving complaining getting closed down which seems to be what happens now lobo also says loading bays near venues will allow musicians to transport their equipment easier further supporting local musicians and that musicians should also make their voice heard it's time to for, for us as musicians to, to get together and put up a real either a petition or a feedback that can go back to, to the council with, with real case scenarios, with, with, with real plans about how it can help the music scene. Radio One anticipates a reply from the Dunedin City Council. Apopo is the annual OUSA Student General Meeting, an event where any members of OUSA, including students, can put forward motions for the student body to vote on. Student general meetings require quorum to function, meaning the meetings require 0.5% of the student body to attend, which is 100 students. Motions up for consideration tomorrow include a change to the grants policy, a policy which mandates a club must send a representative to the student general meeting to receive grants funding, as well as a motion to change the grants policy to include grants for food. The student general meeting is held in the main common room in Union Hall at 12pm on Wednesday. Oosh! What a load of news. Inayane te wamoa te huarere with Violet McGlynn Cole. The Radio 191FM weather. Kia ora. We're Violet Tene and this is the news for Ratu the 20th of April. Today will be fine with a high cloud developing in the afternoon, increasing in the evening. There is a high of 19 accompanied by a low of 11, some light 6km per hour winds. For Rapa the 21st, there will be fine breaks and increasing cloud in the Yabo, paired with the odd shower. Southerly 6k per hour winds complement the high of 19 degrees and low of 10. I'll hand you back to Zach for astrology. The Radio 1 Astrology Report. Hi re mai! This is the Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi Kotaki Astrology Report. No nae the first quarter moon is in heart-centered Leo, so how do we interpret this? For all the Capricorns out there, the moon in heart-centered Leo will highlight your self-doubt issues and prompt you to change your behavior so you can become more well-rounded. For all the watery Aquariuses tuning in, you will feel this Leo moon by re-engaging with hidden parts of your past. Your Aquariuses should also examine your closest personal relationships and re-evaluate them. Maybe that friend is really toxic and you should tell them. Maybe you don't talk to your parents enough. Whatever it is, you can always turn to student support for help and advice. That's it for this week's astrology report. Take care, and remember, you're listening to Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi Kōtahi. Puritia Kia Raka.